Welcome to Cultivating Authentic Universal Energy, exploring energy through mediumship, psychic abilities, Reiki, crystals, and more. This podcast is created based on the concept that everything is energy, everything and everyone are connected. Your hosts are Lisa Milleraces and Michelle Belcastro. Lisa has written about her psychic medium awakening and is comfortable with many facets of energy. Lisa believes energy work is very exciting and should be embraced in a safe way. Michelle grew up as a sensitive, intuitive, and now creates a safe space for community to gather and develop their spiritual talents. Their two unique perspectives are joined to assist listeners of all levels to broaden their understanding. This will be a series of podcasts that will enhance and fine-tune our energetic connections. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us for our podcast today. We're talking about downloads. The importance of downloads, particularly right now, is there's a lot of energetic downloads happening to many of us. It's Everyone had talked about years ago about the shift. Well, the shift is here. People are being awakened more. They're receiving downloads more often than not. And I think for a lot of people, that's very confusing. I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I see it. Mm -hmm. I see it as a shop owner. Mm -hmm. Um, People come in, they don't know what they don't know. They know they need help. They know they need guidance. So the topic today is what might a download what, well, first of all, what is a download? What might it feel like or look like? Um, how you can take care of yourself during this process? And what might your experience be if you are blocking downloads? That's a great topic. It's, it's a very encompassing a lot of different areas. It is, but there's a lot of techniques that we can use mm-hmm. to support ourselves physically and energetically through this period of time. Sure. Um, In my experience, a download has meant to me that the vibration that I'm about to receive is a higher vibration than I'm currently accustomed to. So the download then comes to me and allows me to raise up my energy level and be more accepting of learning new things to regain balance. All right. So how different is that from when you are communicating to your spirit guides? Because that's what that just sounded like to me. Uh, to me, it's, it's one in the same. However, there's been times where I've had to connect with, and I apologize for the label, I call it angelic beings, because they are of a higher vibration than I am. And when I connect with these beings or this energy, it's so intense it makes me tear. So it's, again, that's a a vibration. It's not the same as a download, though. The download is preparing you for this. Okay, my experience, unlike yours, which is so typical for our conversations, is not that at all. Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe it's just my perspective. But downloads for me are, like, literally, like, energetic data downloads like it's information it's actionable kinds of things not saying it doesn't 
increase my vibration because I'm sure it does. Mm-hmm. Um, but during a time of a lot of downloads, it's, it's changing me in a big way. Like you and I just had a conversation about how I feel like I'm being energetically dismantled. Mm-hmm. And that kind of goes along with the whole topic of blocking downloads and blocking your gifts, which we'll get to. Um, and I understand that as well, because if you're in a sleep state or you wake up and you've experienced a download, I've had where I've had a headache and I maybe feel like I'm not grounded and other people will sense this in different ways mm-hmm. as you and I were speaking earlier. So some people, depending on your current vibration, it's going to affect you in your own way. I'm sure there is no mistake in this. I have started listening to an audio book called The Seven Type Types of Spirit Guide. And it's, um, forgive me because I, I don't remember the author. It's a very long name. Um, but one of the things that she talks about in this book is not only the seven different types and characteristics and personalities of this, the spirit guides, but the difference between dreams and having communications with them and how you feel when you get up the next morning. Well, that's, that's a guarantee because when you have a regular dream, it's like you're watching TV. And when you have a connection and a communication, you wake up with that feeling and the emotion like it's very vivid. And something about it, it's extremely vivid. See, I don't have vivid dreams, but I can tell you there is a different way I feel when I get up. I tend to be, and, and this is like whether it's um, after-death communications or spirit guide communications or, like I've told you before, my spirit guides have this habit of taking me somewhere to school me for hours on end when I'm supposed to be sleeping, the next day when I get up, I am so tired and it's, it's difficult to pull myself physically and energetically out of bed. That has to be really uncomfortable. I'm sorry you have to experience <laughs> it that way. Well, I also realize and um, I don't always learn my lessons the easy way. Mm-hmm. So sometimes that's me kicking and screaming and blocking and, and all that, which I recognize is why spirit guides come to me at night. And over the years, I've had to learn to give spirit and my guides their time with me. So I give them 10, 15 minutes a day. And that may be a a good idea so that you don't have to feel it on such an impactful physical level. And you still have your time that you can rest and you can sleep. Because what they're doing is they're, they're coming to you in a place where you have surrendered and you're more quiet, your mind is quiet, and that's the easiest place for them to make their connection if you're not allowing them to do it during the day. Absolutely. I'm seeing a lot of synchronicities between me and others Mm -hmm. at at this point, not only about downloads, um, the intense energy of the downloads, but our habits of setting boundaries in place that keep our guides at bay. Yeah. And where they are coming to us at night and invading our dreams, so to speak, because they can. I'm understanding that part of the lesson here is 
some basic rules for caring for ourselves, Mm -hmm. which not only includes plenty of sleep, plenty of food, good food, healthy food, clean water, but setting aside that time to meditate. Meditation is is key. In, In my opinion, as blood nurtures your body, in your physical form, meditation nur- nurtures your non-physical form. But not it's not a one-size-fits-all, and maybe not everybody can meditate, but they can do other things to also take care of their, of their balance. They don't have to meditate. It's just advised. It's just mm-hmm. not a necessity. I think there are different ways that people meditate, mm-hmm. um, not just sit there in a chair, you know, with your chakras all aligned and, right. and stuff. And, and I say that a little bit, you know, snarky, but not really. That's one way of doing things. Some men go fishing and drink beer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I enjoy doing crafting things. Mm-hmm. And what I find is it's during that time when I'm creating that my mind is quiet, that I get a lot of inspiration. Absolutely. Sometimes walking in nature, you know, that can also be great. Some people garden. They -hmm. love working in the soil and being with nature, being by the sea, you know, taking a yoga class. Yep. All of those things that really bring you present Mm -hmm. where you can, you find that eventually your mind just quiets when you are present. So you and I were just talking about a little exercise that you have some of your customers do when they come into the store and they're feeling this way. So would you talk to the audience about that a little bit? Because I loved it. Absolutely. So one of the best ways to bring yourself present and grounded is just a little bit of visualization. Now you can do this either sitting or standing, but if you're standing, I want you to think about standing in like really good posture with your feet just hip width distance apart. If you're sitting, have your feet flat on the floor. If you are comfortable with it, and don't do this if you're driving, but if you're comfortable with it, close your eyes, just down softly, and then think about sending roots, roots down out of your feet into the earth. Allow these roots to go down as far and as wide as they need to go to allow you to feel really balanced and grounded. And what you'll notice is that you come from a place of being in your head down into being in your body. It's as quick as that. Noticing that maybe you were ungrounded to begin with, but then you come into your body and you can do this a lot of times during the day as you feel you shifting Mm -hmm. from that grounded place. Yeah, and... I mean, I love this exercise that you explained. I also tell a lot of people when they come to me about, you know, I'm talking to my best friend and I'm starting to feel uncomfortable because they're dumping all their problems on me and I'm taking it on. You always have have the availability to have your thoughts, to have your breath, and visualize. I don't care where you are. Again, you don't want to do this while you're driving, but you can always have a moment to take a big, deep breath. Use visualization of whatever works for you, whether it be a beautiful white light of a divine light, angel wings, and then clean yourself, protect yourself, and carry on your day. A little bit of a vibration of a shift whether it be through this breath work, through the exercise Michelle gave, it can make a big difference in your experience. Just a little bit of a practice. I have found lately, 
um, I work with Archangel Michael a lot. And I don't know if I've told you this story, but there was a time that I went on vacation with a couple of friends and we went to New Orleans and I felt really unsafe, not physically, energetically, I felt very unsafe. I'm an empath. I'm a clairsentient. I'm sensitive, like crazy. So I, I was almost desperate because I felt like I was being bombarded. Breathing was really important. Feeling my feet on the, on the ground was really important, but ultimately it was like a plea to Archangel Michael to please wrap his beautiful protective wings around me and keep me safe. So there's all kinds of things that we can do to protect our energy, which is even more important while we're going through a download process because it has the tendency to take a bit of a toll on us physically and energetically. So it's good to, good to check in with yourself to see how you're feeling and to be easy on yourself if you are feeling uncomfortable in some way. Maybe take a nap if you can. Absolutely. Downloads for you, you sense a shift in vibration. Yes, they're, they're preparing me for a different vibration and energy that I'll be corresponding with. Okay. Or interacting with. Okay. So almost like you're having your telephone system upgraded? Yeah. <laughs> My internet's being upgraded. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so, and maybe that is one of the reasons why our experiences are so different because you're doing that communication with different energies. I seem again to communicate through the entire world through my body so it would make sense that I'm experiencing physical like symptoms of this so how can we make this easier for you I believe you can try to speak with your guides and ask them to incorporate a softer download process for you because they're there to help us they are our guidance counselors that are here I, over the years, I've had to ask them to move spirit to the closet door or away from me so it didn't scare me as a kid, you know, but they do. They do help you. So my advice would be to incorporate a dialogue in your head. You don't have to say it out loud and sound freakish. <laughs> you, can, you can do it in your head with your thoughts and just you know, ask them, please, you know, show me a way that this can be done so it doesn't impact my physical body so much. They will answer you. I have no doubt. Um, what was just going through my mind is that I have an old habit that I'm working on releasing and it's doing things the hard way, right? So I, throughout my spiritual development and evolution, the universe has had to pretty much beat me over the head with a two by four to get my attention. Mm -hmm. The more I walk this path, the more I recognize the patterns of what's happening, I think that's a great suggestion. Like, okay, guys, I get it. I understand. I'm, I'm repeating a pattern. I'm aware, more aware than I was. Can we do this a little gentler? <laughs> yes. And for nine times out of ten, when I ask this question, mm -hmm. I get an answer that is so simple that it comes down to, like, a word 
And then you have to look at it within you and say, what does this relate? And it, it really is very impactful for me. Awesome. All right. So we ha- They break it down to the simplicity. Absolutely. <laughs> Things don't have to be complicated. They're not complicated. It's no different than when I'm communicating with animals and it's the same kind of answers. Mm-hmm. Very simple. If, you're, if you've got this long dialogue going on, you're not connecting to who you think you're connecting to. No, it's, a, <laughs> it's usually one or two word answers. Yeah. <laughs> but they mean they go right to the core. Right. All right. So um, some of the symptoms, I'll say, of blocking downloads or, or blocking your spiritual evolution, um, I've experienced a number of them. I know it's such a surprise. <laughs> Um, I've gone to a number of my regular healers with, you know, headaches, a lot of tension in like my shoulders, my neck aching, um, a blocked throat chakra. Uh, those are probably like the biggest ones, sometimes even digestive issues. And for me, those are all symptoms that I'm blocking this energy that needs to come in through my crown. So I think what's happening is I'm afraid and I won't allow this energy to come in. And instead of talking to my guides, I shut things down. Well, fear is a very big block. And I can teach people, but I can't make them have that faith and that belief. Mm -hmm. And the faith and belief comes with working with that trust issue with your guides. Mm -hmm. Guides will never be harmful. They will never give you bad thoughts. They always come in a very loving way. But that's something that is a learned process. I forgot where I was going with this. I kind of lost my mind there for a minute. You lost your mind. (laughs) Ultimately, when you have regular communication with your guides and you have faith in the fact that they know what their job is, which is to assist you, to protect you, Um, to educate you, amongst other things, if you're working with them on a regular basis, you might not have the same kicking and screaming kind of responses I do, I have had, not so much now, but I've had in the past, um, which leads us to the topic of surrender. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Part of surrender is having that faith and having that trust and setting aside fear, knowing that you are truly on your right path. Yeah, and it's a process, and it's something that each individual person will have to do on their own level. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's not a one-size-fits-all, but I think we can all admit that we've had to do it from time to time to have that surrender and just... You get to the point where you're fighting this and you're fighting that, and you're like, okay, I'm going to just hand it over to you, whoever you believe in, to God, to Archangel Michael, and I surrender this to you. But, you know, it's just an individual practice, and we're all on our separate journeys, but again, those journeys are connected. Absolutely. And if you see nothing else in the connection other than the fact that other people are experiencing similar experiences, you can know that you're not alone mm-hmm. in the process. Right. I mean, and a lot of the ailments that you spoke about, of course, you're going to go to your, you know, your doctors and stuff, but you can also go to a holistic provider like a Reiki or acupuncture 
And you said you have a t- group of practitioners that you go to at different yeah. times. And I could also say the same, but it's, yeah. it's good to explore those things to help you. Because I don't care how great you are at keeping yourself balanced. There's always a spot you can't reach. <laughs> you need someone else to help you get that, that clean that energy off for you. I agree. Um, if you have someone that you trust to work with, it allows you to really get deep into the work mm-hmm. instead of just relying on yourself. So again, we're all connected. We all should really use the resources that we're given, whether that's friends, angels, spirit guides. So there you have it. A high-ish level discussion on downloads. What are they? What can it feel like? How to help yourself through the process when you're getting one or multiple downloads and symptoms of what it feels like if you're blocking. And uh, just a reminder that we aren't medical professionals in any capacity. We're speaking from the perspective of um, being on our spiritual journeys. And if you're having symptoms that are unusual for you, we suggest that you go and speak to your doctors. Yes. And then get some Reiki treatment, maybe some acupuncture. (laughs) Meditate, meditate, meditate. All right. Thank you all. We'll speak to you next time. Take care. Thank you for listening. We'd love to hear from you about your experiences. Leave us a comment below. You can find more information about Lisa and her offerings on her website, the number two communicate.net. Michelle's shop is the Violet Butterfly Metaphysical Healing Center in Palm Harbor, Florida. You can find more information at theviolet-butterfly-mhc.com, including the online store.